Jones, Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones, every movie, one minute at a time, Indiana Jones, minutes. Welcome back to the Indiana Jones Minute, the podcast where we get to the heart of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom one minute at a time. I'm Pete Mubbert. I'm Tom Taylor. I'm Jerry Porter. And today we're excited to welcome back Eric Zala, the backyard belloc of the silver screen, the man who literally played with fire to bring us Raiders of the Lost Ark, the adaptation, and the star of the great new documentary Raiders, the greatest fan film ever made, Eric Zala. Welcome back. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back. All right. Awesome. Our pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah thanks for coming back. This is fun. <laughs> and today we're talking about Minute 90. And Minute 90 begins with some Maya poor children showing questionable table manners. And we move to Shorty yelling, I've got to save him. And it ends with the Maharaja giving his indie doll a nice little poke with a hat dagger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, we were wondering yesterday, or at least I was, if if, if all the kids were coming through uh, Willie's, uh, you know, boob door in her room uh-huh. to get out into the palace. But now we see kids, as they get outside, we see kids flooding out from like all different parts of the palace. So either there is there like a main entrance from the palace into the Temple of Doom, or there are a bunch of different uh, secret passageways that they're all coming through or something. That's true, but the ones in the dining room are actually coming through that same lip door that the Maharaja first comes out of. So oh, he might yeah. have been coming straight to dinner from a service, like from the from the palace from the temple. Oh, that's possible. Uh, yeah, from, yeah that's we true. It, we we haven't figured out how many services they have a day or what their weekly schedule is like at the temple. <laughs> it seems <Doom>. very loose. <laughs> it's uh, well, I mean, I mean, are there vespers? I don't know. There's just <laughs> you know, is it, like I said, the Wednesday night prayer. You know, the Wednesday night prayer thing that goes from like eight to ten. <laughs> they kind of work out the kinks on the songs. Yeah. Prepare for Sunday. One thing I did notice, though, you're talking about the kids running, and mm-hmm. this was last minute, but when all the kids are running out the, you know, that yellow cave door or whatever, Pete, uh-huh. Shorty is in there. Is in where? Oh, weird. Yeah, he's running with them. There's like Shorty. There's like a dude with a, like a, you know, Dodgers hat <laughs> well, hold, running hold in there and wearing. <laughs> First of all, don't don't ever 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 call a Giants hat a Dodgers hat, please. A that Giants, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Not only, yeah, very no, good. That's right. To see if you're a fan. Even I'm a Giants. In the dining room, you see Shorty. No, not in the dining room. It was the scene right where they're oh, running when they're... right before that. Yeah, it was, it was the last second. But yeah. yeah, isn't that? It's really weird. They oh, show that, that in '89. Like they show Shorty running with all the kids. Oh, like getting whipped with him too. Yeah, oh, weird. I think this is that scene we were talking about a couple minutes ago with Jonathan Rensler, where we uh, we were talking about they laid down that board and the kids all escaped across the lava chasm, but Shorty wasn't able to go. He's like leading them to really? safety. He's he's kind of like a little Moses. <laughs> <laughs> Shades of Oliver Twist. Well, we also see some. Uh, I I mean, you know, we knew from back from the village that they stole all the children. And but for the first time now, I'm seeing that there are girls running out of the palace with yeah. all the other kids and stuff. But do we yeah. see any girls in the mines? No, I was I was had that exact same thought. 
And yeah. I was wondering if the Temple of Doom is like you guys both had Catholic educations. Is it strictly like <laughs> there's nothing co-ed about it? Like girls in one part of the temple, boys yeah. in the other. Well, I think maybe. that's the deal. Yeah, that's what it is. It's, yeah. it's, oh, maybe it's, the girls were the ones who got uh, Willie all dressed up for her uh, sacrifice. Oh, stuff. thank God. I, I'm going to say conscious Spielberg choice. Somehow it's darker if you see the girls before they're freed. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I think... <laughs> You know, I think uh, uh, that's where I'm going <laughs> to yeah. put my money. As yeah. dark as it gets, that may have crossed the line, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, there's a lot of disgusting things in this movie. You know, the, obviously the heart ripping out. And Minute 65 was a punisher with Combustible Larry. Uh-huh. And I know we all we, yeah. we already I think Tom you and I dubbed that as like the most disturbing minute of the movie. We're mm-hmm. just we're, we're we're watching Larry. Uh, you know, all I could think of is just putting the putting the the mola in immolated. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. um, I've 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 had a change of heart here. Minute ninety is officially the most disgusting thing in the movie for me. All right, and that you know minute ninety is. Just that that when, when Pat Roach just wallops Indy mm. right in the heart, and oh, yeah. he like yeah, mm. it's just like violent and creepy, and like he kind of gets doubled over, and then he comes back up and he makes that sound. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he goes and he sticks his tongue out, and, he <laughs> <laughs> and like he actually can't very good at that. believe, yeah, he what is. He is. just <laughs> took place. He can't believe that he suffered that, and that's what yeah. happened. <laughs> Yeah. Right. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah. You you got a point. Yeah. That might be the most like, you know, visceral reaction he ever has to a punch in, in yeah. the yeah. series, maybe. It is. Yeah. And there are many in the indie canon. <laughs> yeah. You know. But I mean it's I, I think Indy is suffering a cardiac arrest. But via punch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Via punch. And you wonder, you know, what? there's a lot of ways to really mess up someone's heart in this movie. I mean, we've seen Willie. <laughs> Willie's had her heart broken. Indies gets his punched, but it's, you know, it, his heart stops sort of from the outside. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, uh, interestingly enough, you can pull someone else's heart out and have it continue to beat. Yeah. Yeah. It's a resilient uh, little organ. <laughs> Well, you know, this, this, uh, I think you're, you're right to kind of point out this moment, um, you know, uh, it being kind of a, a horrid, uh, thing to see, but at, at the same time, I think this is contained within it is part of the essence of why, uh, unconsciously, I think we love the Indiana Jones character and why it draws us in. Someone once uh, said, the reason why Indy works so well as a hero is that when he's punched, it hurts. You know, it's vulnerable. And uh, I don't think it would have been the same had it been, you know, say Tom Selleck or someone else uh, in the fedora. But Harrison, as an actor, has this great range um, of communicating pain on screen in a way that's sympathetic. Um, you uh-huh. know, in the, uh, yeah. the big fight scene in uh, Crystal Skull between... Indy and the sort of new Pat Roach, you know, the Igor, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, right yeah. during the ant, uh, ant hill uh, sequence. Uh-huh. Um, and he's just pummeling 
60 year old uh, Harrison um, you know. <laughs> but you know it, Crystal Skull is a, a flawed film but there's things to love and one of the things that I think that does work well is you know I kind of felt uh, some of that kinetic energy in during that sequence and of it Spielberg said you know Harrison has a very punchable face um, <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the amount of scrutiny that uh, I, I gave the airplane scene when doing it, uh, you know, extended to uh, actually this note as well. In, in if, I, if you'll forgive my, my diverting, um, in that scene, Pat Roach knocks Indy off the plane, and as Indy falls to the ground, trying, failing to rescue Marion as the gasoline spreading across the tarmac, he makes this fantastic sound of human anguish <laughs> I can't really do it but it's just you, know, you just feel all a rage a helpless rage at being uh, thwarted by Pat Roach like this moment here where Indy uh, you know he punches it and Harrison has that great exhale and look of disbelief and uh, it it's a moment in which you laugh and yet it's it's like oh my god I can't imagine how horrid that would be uh and it draws you into to Harrison once again. It's this is comes back to I think the essential strength of why it's it's just like uh, one of the most perfect friggin' movies and and characters is uh, that these moments where uh, you just feel for the poor guy. Well, Eric, do you do you feel that um, I mean, you talked about Indy being a flawed character and kind of a jerk? Yeah. Um, is do you think he's more of a jerk in Temple of Doom than he is in Raiders, or or? Well, when I say jerk, I'm more referring <laughs> to you know he was uh at, he made mistakes like many of us do, and in his case, betting his his mentor's uh, daughter Marion at age 16. The the backstory, uh, it's that bit of backstory that I'm I'm thinking of when I when I say that, and and part of it is. The, the hero's got to be flawed in some way, uh, you know, and uh, a rogue. And, of course, by his arc, by the end of Raiders, is he uh, he, he chooses marrying over the arc, you know. And so, uh, you sure. know, that is to say such flaws um, give us some, uh, the character somewhere to go. So I guess I'm thinking of that. To answer your question, is he more of a jerk in Temple of Doom than here? <laughs> Let's see. Well, I guess he's. Uh, I guess the arc here is he's initially um, unsure whether to help, but he he ultimately does. So he's he's altruistic here. He has to think about it, though. It's a little funky that he has to think about saving all the slave kids. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. We've discussed that at length here. I mean, it's he's they're they're clearly an afterthought. <laughs> they're kind of right, like a right. bonus. Well, fortune and glory—that's his focus, and and that that rallying cry, you know, is actually. Uh, you know, I think meant to illustrate his his mispriorities at the beginning of Temple of Doom, right? So sure. Um, and and yeah, he 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 says it, but the reluctant hero uh, in a way. But yeah, but, but back to the larger thing. I mean, uh, Belloc says to Indy, you know, uh, I'm a sh- you are I'm a shadow reflection of you. Um, you know, they're not all yeah. that different in terms of sort of some mercenary aspect, um, and you certainly see. A mercenary aspect on, on full display here. Of course, remember, though, this is 1935, so he hasn't yet experienced that character maturity yet um, that he experiences a year later. Sure. So uh, at least that's, that's how it is in my head. 
<laughs> How about you? Is uh, what'd be your perspective on Indies? Um... I think. Well, I think we we sort of discover that we we. Th- we think he's more of a jerk, just generally, kind of a day-to-day jerk <laughs> in yeah. Temple of Doom. I think we've, yeah, no, I, I mean the stuff that he did, you know, the whole Marion business and all that kind uh-huh. of stuff. But just in his day-to-day, you know, he's a little more, he's a, he's churlish. Well, with Willie, he is. With Willie, <laughs> yeah, he's with very, Willie, is, yeah, like, like yeah. aggressively yeah. mean to her most of the time, and yeah. uh, gets in his own way in terms of uh, letting pride uh, get in the way of uh, nocturnal activities. Right, um, pride never good. Yeah, well, he's also really he's really strange to uh, Chatter Lol too when he first shows up at the palace. <laughs> yeah, he like he's is. really kind yeah, of it's, it's just so that we we kind of filed him other under more of a <laughs> in this movie than than Raiders. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, I can see. I don't that. know. I mean, what's what's interesting is we'll see what happens in Last Crusade with his dad around. Maybe he'll be on his best behavior. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> How people serve. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's why the character uh, mythology is so rich. Uh, I suppose. Is Pat Roach really carrying a real person? <laughs> <Where he cares? laughs> I know, Eric. You mentioned this. You're like that would be, you know, one of the most uh, difficult scenes to pull off is throwing <laughs> throwing Indy into the yeah. minecart scene. But I mean, he really, he just. It, I watched that a couple times. It just. It looks like Indy's dead, which would not be a surprise after that cardiac uh-huh. punch. Yeah, really. <laughs> and then it, it, he just looks like he's carrying a sack of Indy. But it's, uh-huh. his blood, his back is completely drenched and then with he's blood. Thrown in and rewatching the clip, it's hard to imagine being thrown into that metal cart without, oh. you know, becoming a paraplegic. <laughs> I mean, and yeah, I thought, yeah. okay, it, it's it's a dummy. And then and then at the very end of the shot, you see movement within the car. He's getting up. Nope, that was that's a person. I, oh man. I, the movie still That's has true. secrets to give up. <laughs> I just watch it again. So it's would, horrifying. Would you have to make like a, a foam mine cart then <laughs> to pull that off? <laughs> you know? That would be a tough. Probably so. You hear that same horrible sound when Willie faints at dinner and she falls backwards and you hear that metal clank. You get that same metal <laughs> yeah. clank when Indy's head hits the mine cart. I wonder if he has a metal plate in his head too. Yeah, I could see that. Hey, can I... Uh... We, uh, we we made a big deal about uh, Shorty's uh, Jaws hands uh, back in the uh-huh. village. That was like a direct right. uh, callback to uh, to Jaws copying uh-huh. his uh, hand motions. He does a uh, we get an ET right here in this minute that I just put together <laughs> the line. I gotta save him. That's like that's directly from ET. Elliot yells that about uh, oh. to save ET. Nice. I wondered about that. I mean, does Indy need Short Round to save him? Yes. Does somebody it, does, to save him. Yes. Yeah. Does Indy need everybody to save him, even though you don't <laughs> think? I mean, because because Willie saves him, Shorty saves him, and and if that's true, why did Willie originally collar Short Round? Yeah, that's a good. I think she was just worried about Shorty, but I I still say he's the hero of this movie. Like he saves Indy more than Indy saves mm-hmm. them. That's what I'm saying. She. It's like has she not been paying attention? I mean, this is what <laughs> this is. I mean, Tom, you and your son bond over the Boy Scouts. Yeah. You know, I feel like <laughs> I feel like Indian Shorty bond over, you know, rumpuses. <laughs> right. You know, and they get the rumpus badges. Yeah, fracas, fracases. <laughs> I mean, that's what they do. They bond over Pat Roach. Yeah, that's but just that's just what they do. And but we do get some examples though where that bonding may not be great for Shorty's future development because he just is so violent when he says, "Drop him <laughs> down, I kill you." Drop him down. <laughs> 
like Shorty is just so violent in like what he's saying. It's so bloodthirsty. Yeah. Is that what he said? See, I, <laughs> that's hilarious. He's gonna go to. He's gonna go to therapy. I kill you. <laughs> I love how Pat Roach just throws Shorty up in the air in like a beautiful U shape. <laughs> like I mean, it's yeah. he, you know he doesn't really throw him anywhere right yeah. you know they make it look like shorty lands like 20 feet away or whatever but if you watch the actual toss he like throws him up in a big <laughs> u and he comes yeah. back down and it's like something your uncle would do when you were six <laughs> right well it's funny because it's like when when shorty's like wailing on he's like hitting him with something like a stick or something hitting pat roach and and you're like oh wait like in the in the in the when they were all attacking indy and whipping him and making him drink the blood of collie and stuff like shorty went bananas on everybody yeah it was actually doing some damage to people you'd think that right here he could do a little more to pat roach (laughs) but uh i don't know he's 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 doing what he can i guess and then pat roach yeah you're thinking that like that throw he should land like 40 yards away or something like pat roach should be able to just (laughs) chuck that kid well i think but i think i think pat roach is gonna he's gonna adopt shorty yeah, I think I think yeah, I think yeah. so too. Okay. I think he's gonna think wind he's, up adopting. He him. sees that fire in his belly, like Shorty loves to fight, and he's like, "This is a kid after my own heart." <laughs> you were always my favorite slave kid, number three seventy nine. It's 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 more of an avuncular throw, you know. They've been through so much yeah. by this point, you know. It's become an act of affection by now. Yeah. Out of my exactly. way, you little scamp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's the fracas father figure. Oh, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I'm I I agree, you know, with you uh with Peter, I one of you. You guys <laughs> said Shorty should be doing more, you know, and 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 you know, if he's free, I don't know what he'd do, but aren't that that whole place is filled with contraptions. Yeah, there's you a know, like, camera right over there on that guy's yeah, head. Yeah, or drop a pail or uh, start a mine car to run over his foot. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe yeah. fire. Maybe fire. Go grab a torch and Yeah. Gosh, would that work? If he if he burned Pat Roach, would Pat Roach like just blink and be like, Oh my gosh, what have I been doing? I've been torching these kids. Oh my god. <laughs> Unless Pat Roach was the one guy that just loves doing this, they didn't have to give him the blood. Like, he was just right. like, oh, oh, I just like doing this. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's an opportunity for fan fiction here where, you know, Shorty does free the chief guard, you know, and and create a, a the new Sala, the Indian Sala, you know. Oh, yeah. That'd be kind of, that'd be heart-stirring, oh. right? Can you I'd see it? That'd be yeah. great, yeah. 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 Oh, my gosh, if Indy and Pat Roach were pals in a movie, that'd be incredible. Hell. Oh, man. <laughs> Although it'd be kind of dark when you look back and he's like, I was the best digger in Pancot. <laughs> 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 Oh, and then we get the Maharaja up on the thing, and he comes up with his uh with his voodoo doll, and it and it and it reads like, I don't know, like most like superhero movies have a moment where the superhero comes up against like one of the supervillains, and there's like a display of the supervillains, you know, superpower. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, it's the oh, voodoo yeah. doll kid. He's got the voodoo doll, and he's gonna go to work. It's with kind that. of comic book like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a creepy little kid though up there. Like he looks yeah. creepy just standing up there. Like he's he silent. And there's no one around him, and yeah. All I, when they show that that indie doll, all I could think of you was uh, all I could think of was you, Tommy. Where yeah. it's just because they show they show his pants. There's like a close up of his pants, and yeah. I just think about the first thing. You're like, I took him off. Well, yeah. I pulled him off. I mean, come on, what I did? I have to make a big deal out of it. I just took his pants off. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's got like kind of weird, nasty hair to that voodoo doll. It's weird the details they put on it, yeah. Yeah, it looks like it almost might be human hair, like they took over one of the tapestries. Oh, <laughs> maybe. But yeah, they've got some good doll makers standing on 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 staff there, you know, in the mines to <laughs> yeah, make these. Yeah. <laughs> Mulram's little <laughs> workshop, yeah. Uh, and it, I think this 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 moment uh, always did uh, tug at me, you know, uh, in terms of you know this part being uh, oh, you know, in a trailer. Is I knew plenty of casting ideas for this this Maharaja kid in my homeroom, you know? Oh. <laughs> what is it? You know what? He pulls out, like, the letter opener in his turban. Oh, right. Uh-huh. And what is it? What exactly is that doing there? Is that, does that, does that tie? <laughs> is it like his hat pin? Is it like hold the turban together? Oh, maybe. Well, it clearly ties the outfit together. Well, I mean, does, yeah, does it like keep the turban nice. on? Or, but uh, well, maybe not because it doesn't fall off when he takes it. That's out. what I'm wondering. Is that is it is it like a pin to keep the turban on? Well, I think the I think the there's like a jewel on it. I think that the pin is just how the jewel stays in the in the turban. Maybe I think maybe it's a thuggy uh, thing. You know, always oh, if you're not strangling yeah. somebody, um, <laughs> always keep yeah. your your hairpin yeah. close at hand. You know, yeah, keep something sharp handy. It's a thuggy-style holster. <laughs> Bit of but, yeah. trivia, and forgive me if you guys have covered this before, uh, but like the, you know, the thuggies, uh, did you know, killed over two million people uh, in uh, colonial times uh, before the British Army uh, came in. Um, uh, it was... Oh, it was uh, just a, a bit of historical trivia, but uh, they picked some good bad guys for for Temple of Doom. Yeah. Just saying. yeah, that's, that was, that's yeah. some that's yeah. some effed up you know stuff. Strangled you know yeah. travelers in their in their sleep. Yeah. They were they were big on that apparently. Yeah, real yeah. snaky stuff. And they like they did they did really nail the thuggy behavior in this movie, like the way they sneak up on people and the way they kill people kind of sneakily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, like the guy that tries to uh, to garret uh, uh, Indy in his bedroom. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Very, very thuggy approach. Um, yeah. But uh, as uh, of course they return the Nazis in Last Crusade, uh, upon which Spielberg uh, commented, you know, the Nazis are just such great bad guys, you know. So yeah. I guess you know uh, can't can't beat uh, can't beat the Nazis for that. Yeah, you right. can't defend anybody by painting the Nazis as bad guys. Yeah, <laughs> with a broad yeah. stroke. Yeah. And you're not going to offend anybody that you don't already really kind of want to offend by having Nazis as the bad guys. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> well, uh, do we have any, anybody have anything else you'd like to talk about? Minute ninety. That Christy Porter does. Oh wait, uh, <laughs> which is first? Oh. Yep. Wait, this just in from oh. Professor Christy Porter. How strange. Uh, <laughs> Minecart, most inefficient way to dispatch someone ever. Couldn't you just have stepped on his throat? <laughs> Look, I think this movie's right. getting to all of us. <laughs> It wow. was the uh, yeah yeah this this is the most disgusting minute of the movie minute ninety. Yeah. It is a very James Bond kind of like let's kill him slowly and interestingly. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just it's not I shouldn't say the whole minute. It has second eight that cardiac wallop. It's yeah. Just yeah that just did it for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> no way. <noise. laughs> 
his face though. His tongue sticks out when his he does face. it. It's amazing. It's horrible. He's in such shock. He's just shocked at what happened. And it's just one punch. Horrible. God, it's bad. Oh boy. Well, uh one thing that is not horrible if you've not yet seen it is the new documentary that's out Raiders, the greatest fan film ever made. It talks all about Eric Zala and his friends who made a shot-for-shot remake of Raiders of the Lost Ark back when they were kids, and I highly recommend that. And Eric, you've got some other stuff you're you're working on that's pretty cool too. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I do. Uh, so one thing that we kind of um, uh, decided after uh, ending a 65 city tour in support of uh, the documentary's theatrical release was um, creating Zala detours. Uh, it's uh, in which we actually uh, bring our Raider story to schools. Um, you know, it's been observed that this kind of odd project that consumed our childhood, all outside a classroom, can teach kids about perseverance, collaboration, problem solving, um, all manner of things. And uh, so we're we're forming that to uh, to bring that to schools and. Um, kind of pass on, you know, what we saw on the tour, which was people really excited and inspired that they figured, okay, if you guys could remake a $22 million on your allow- movie on your allowance, I can <laughs> I can finish X, you know, whether it's a film yeah. or a short uh-huh. story or right. book. And, you know, that has meaning, um, you know. So I'm, as, as cool as video games uh, uh, were, I'm happy about this detour. Um, and excited to kick that off. And, you know, we haven't formally announced that yet, but uh, I did want to share that uh, bit of news with you guys. Uh, so we're uh, the Raiders RV uh, is parked in Mississippi, the same place that uh, grew up and uh, did Raiders and returned to uh, as an adult and doing the airplane scene. And now, you know, perfecting our program here. Would love it if uh, you, got, you guys uh, followed us on our Facebook page for Zala Detours. That's Z-A-L-A Detours. Um, thanks for the support, guys. Uh, it's been fun being on the, on the show. Oh, we had a ball. Yeah, and I, yeah, I, was I, I love this project you're working on so much because I know this movie inspired me as a kid. And like what you guys did was also so inspiring. And I, I just love how you're using this to sort of inspire a new generation of kids. And we have so many people oh, that have been on the show that have talked about the original movies inspired them to go into archaeology or to go into, you know, whatever. And it, it just, there's so much that you can gain from this. And I, I love what you guys are doing. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thanks. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, we're, um, you know, project-based learning is kind of, uh, uh, you know, a, a big thing right now. And this, uh, I think, should provide some context that uh, hopefully will show you how you can get access to an authentic World War II submarine if you're 14. <laughs> <laughs> you just uh, you keep to? asking and asking and asking. <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, um, it's, it's, great to, it's great to see. Um, you know, we feel uh, very grateful. Yeah, I'm excited about it. And uh, Jerry, um, if people are finished being inspired there and they want to find some new inspiration, do you have any words of advice? Oh, yes. I would encourage them to join us on the Indiana Jones Minute Listeners Crusade, which is our Facebook group. And uh, that's really my favorite place. Yeah, just come there. (laughs) Come there. And uh, we do have have T-shirts at Public. Oh, yeah. And uh, you should check those out, too. But uh, I like the discussions and the interactions and with some re- really funny uh, topics and that sort of thing on the Listener's Crusade. Definitely. And, yeah, we'll be talking about this minute and Eric's project there. And 
Uh, so definitely come check it out and definitely come check us out again Monday for minute 91 of the Indiana Jones Minute. <laughs> oh, we got a... Eric, okay. you don't know, we, we we often end the show by each of us yelling uh-huh. a, a Belloc style, Jones! And since you were actually Belloc, we need to get one from oh, you. Yes. Yeah, we definitely yes. got to get one. Oh, yeah. excellent. Thank, thanks, guys. I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can channel my best Paul Freeman. Okay. <laughs> Okay, but let's see. Is it uh, is it the is it the end of the of the airplane scene where he he says Jones under his breath? Oh, the soft or is Jones. It the canyon scene. It's the canyon Jones. Yeah, it's the canyon yeah. Jones. Where he's had it. Oh. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay. <clears throat> all right, Jones. Jones. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Wow. That was awesome. <laughs> that was Thanks, one guys. of the best ones. I got chills. Yeah, that was, yeah. 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 <laughs> that was one of the best ones. <laughs> <laughs>